0: In the midst of chaos, there is also opportunity. Sun Zun. Good afternoon. This is Snell Nation, and um, that quote is something that always uh, kind of got to me just just a little bit. Um, ever since I, I, I read the Art of Art of War, um, I think about fifteen years ago, something like that it's interesting there's also another good quote uh, let no good crisis go to waste which we've seen plenty of that but for today i just wanted to talk a little bit about the uh the democrats and you know i've labeled them as agents of chaos before uh, but you know i think i'm gonna maintain that i'm gonna maintain that that label and based off of uh just what I've seen at, at every level, and we've seen this from uh, those that that uh, were labeled as Democrats or self-described as Democrats, you know, at the city level on, on different uh, city councils and different city boards um, to mayors, to governors, um, to individuals in Congress, um, in the House and in the Senate. And all the way up to even uh, presidential candidates, and you know, in this case, the you know the the actual president. But it, it's just fascinating how you know the, these these uh, these individuals. I'm not saying that those on the right are perfect, uh, obviously not. I'm not saying that the Republicans are perfect; um, they definitely uh, are not, and there are plenty of flaws to point out. But I'd have to say no one no one does it quite like the uh, the Democrats and you know yes we know that the Democrats are the uh, you know they were they were the party of, of slavery the the party of Jim Crow the you know the party of the KKK even if you look back um, at photos from uh, DNC's you know of, of decades past you even can find some individuals wearing their wonderful little hoodies and you know uh, and all that good stuff and, and uh, flaunting <laughs> their uh, their membership in, uh, in the KKK. Um, so for, for those who like to deny the, the history and the, and the facts, you know, you don't have to look very far, and there's plenty of evidence to that. Uh, but let's bring it up to to, to recent years, um, even just the past few years, w- what we've seen uh, from many of these um, agents of chaos. And, uh, well, let's just even Chicago. You know, Chicago, they've got their their wonderful mayor, uh Lori Lightfoot who uh has just done a real bang up job you know and <laughs> throughout the uh quote unquote pandemic and all the uh the racial justice and um social justice and all the unrest and everything that's happening that, that has happened and is continuing to happen in a lot of blue cities um but just from coast to coast but it, it just amazes me just how um how it just there's there's no real accountability and it's so it just it seems that it's overlooked and easily uh quickly forgotten and just looking at everything that happened in 2020 just looking at just a few uh key cities just looking at Chicago and we're talking, you know, thousands of shootings and and hundreds of deaths and even this year, they're on pace to break their, the record they broke from last year, which broke the previous record. I think it was 762 uh, homicides. And, you know, and there's no there's no real pressure or anything like that. And we, we've we seen all even the, the hypocrisy, all the um, the tyrannical guidelines for all these different lockdowns, restrictions, all that stuff, which we saw last year, while even in her case, Lori Lightfoot. I think she was one of the ones who uh went out to get her hair done. Some of them, them, you know, they they had dinner with some of their uh their corporate friends and lobbyists and you know, out at different restaurants, all that kind of stuff. Uh meanwhile, no, you you can't do this, you know, the old uh, rules for me, but but uh rules for thee but none for me, that whole thing. And. but Chicago I mean, I, just spikes in in crime, spikes in, you know, murders, robberies, assaults, arson, you know, all that stuff. And there she is. There's no there's no hardcore push uh for any type of like recall or or you know, anyone demanding her her resignation. And there's plenty of evidence that shows that she's not looking out for her constituents. She's not looking out for um uh, the people that, well, voted for her and the people that, you know, she, she took an oath, you know, to fulfill her duties in this position to look out for, um, those individuals within her jurisdiction. Pretty, pretty basic stuff. But what we saw, we saw mass riots. We saw the, the CPD, you know, understaffed, you know, under, underutilized in some cases where you had, um, hundreds of individuals after a justified what was later ruled justified of a teenager who was wielding a gun and tried to kill another officer but uh for whatever reason some people decided to use social media um to present it as you know the uh that narrative that the you know the police are out there hunting these these poor defenseless black men who you know did not commit any crimes or anything like that and Certainly not a threat or anything to their. And you had hundreds of people use that as an excuse to go and just obliterate. I think it's called the Miracle Mile with all these shops, high end shops and everything. Uh, Quite a few of them are closed now, by the way. Um, But hundreds of people they ran through and just ransacked. And, you know, of course, they liberated the usual things like they liberated, you know, um, Air Jordans and they liberated all the iPads and iPhones and you know, that sort of thing and, and uh, cosmetics and those things you just can't live without. You know, they ran through and they, they liberated those things. And there's so much footage showing just, you know, how spread out the police were and how undermanned they were. And in the midst of all this, um, she really, uh, their, their mayor, she took her sweet old time, you know, denouncing a lot of this madness um, because there was this period in in June and July, pretty much the, the summer of love, where you had all these politicians, uh, mostly blue, um, standing up and making up all these excuses for this just disgusting behavior. And she was one of them where they just talked about how, you know, um, <laughs> all the inequality and, you know, legacy of slavery and insert, you know, ridiculous talking point of an issue that happened hundreds of years ago in here. And they just would throw it in there, and we're all sitting back just watching this craziness. So nothing from her. Then you have someone like this, uh, uh, Mayor De Blasio, where him and his his wonderful wife uh, mismanaged taxpayer funds to such a high degree that there's nine hundred million dollars that was supposed to go towards a program that just is just gone. It just vanished. And no one cares. I mean, it 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 didn't. It was a major headline for about a like a minute, and nothing. And then of course we, we saw all the craziness last year in New York, and there's still all kinds of muggings and robberies and um, a lot of things that are going on that are underreported or just flat out ignored. Um, you also have uh, assaults of just a lot of random people. And as people like to go on and on about, you know, stop Asian hate and all that good stuff, which that's fine. But it really should just be just just stop violence, stop, stop breaking the law, stop committing crimes against other people. But this this mayor, Mayor de Blasio, has done little to nothing. And there's no like aggressive push a- against him. And there's tons of evidence that, that's there that shows like, hey, th- this guy, you know, pushing defund the police you know, while at the same time, you know, allowing the city to descend in, in madness and expecting them to just just blaming everything on uh, the police department it, it's truly uh, it's astonishing. And we saw a lot of the back and forth last year between um, their police chief, between the mayor and all the people in between and a lot of finger pointing. And I mean, it was it was incredibly sad. Meanwhile, people are getting. Robbed and assaulted, raped, murdered, and a huge portion of these um, of these incidences, you know, they're, they're still open cases. These aren't closed cases. Um, I believe their clearance rate um, is right around fifty percent. I think it's fifty three percent, New York City. And of course, some people act like that's such a great thing. Also, that you know, they're they're solving 50, 53 percent of the <laughs> of the crimes. Uh, that come up of the cases that come up. And yeah, sure, if you want to see the glass it's half full, but I don't think the um the victims' families would see it that way. Um they'd want to know why the clearance rate is so low, why the NYPD isn't getting the funding and um and the training and different things that they need. Um because it, it's a bit um it's a bit ridiculous to blame so much on them and say, Hey, we need more officers, they need more training you know uh, oh but yeah we're going to take a bunch of money from you um at the same time to support this whatever uh leftist agenda or uh this defund the police craziness so you have great individuals like mayor bill de blasio uh then you have uh dc's mayor mayor bowser um who was so against like you, you know you utilizing the national guard and having them having them present and you know, during all the riots and all the craziness um, that was happening in 2020 and, you know, limiting, you know, the law enforcement and all that stuff and agencies, different agencies coming in, you know, some of the same craziness uh, that we saw happening out in uh, Portland, Oregon. And there's this pushback. And then, of course, then we have the um, the incident that happened on January the 6th, the. Uh, the, the people that want to dub it a an insurrection or a coup or or whatever, which is absolute nonsense, you know. But you know that happens, and then no, 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 just bring in, you know, just tens of thousands of soldiers, guns and walls everywhere, you know, just just, just blatant hypocrisy, and then in the midst of everything that was happening last year, we had this mayor, Mayor Bowser, who, you know. Authorized the painting of that that huge, ridiculous, you know, Black Lives Matter uh, big mural down one of the streets, while at the same time blocking um, other requests for people to paint different murals and stating that, oh, well, the reason those were blocked was because those were political, you know, and Black Lives Matter, it's not political, even though they, you know, the leaders say, hey, we're we're trained Marxists and hey, we're, you know, (laughs) These are the candidates we support and those candidates all happen to be on one side of uh, of the of the table here. But no, there's no nothing political about that. So y- you have her. Then we have Ted Wheeler in Portland, which I got to got to got to mention him. Another agent of chaos, someone who allowed his city to descend into absolute madness for months and months. And I mean it was well over 100 days last year. And then it kicked off January of this year with more riots, more antifa and more craziness and you know, attacking federal buildings all that kind of stuff. And the, and their mayor is just there's no real passion, there's no real no concern uh for his citizens, the law-abiding citizens that that live in that city. And then he's shocked when people are moving at alarming rates. The same thing with uh, Governor Newsom out in uh, California. You know, you you show the people whose side you're on, and then you're shocked when they decide to leave. Like, oh, you're siding with all the criminals and and all the craziness that's going on and uh, these these mega corporations. And you know, I I don't I don't know why all these small businesses are just leaving these small to medium sized businesses. That's weird. I don't know why. You know, thousands and thousands of citizens are selling their homes and migrating some, even if their houses are just sitting on the market. They're still just leaving because it's it's absolute mayhem out there. You know, but there we go. We've got another uh, another blue politician that's um, just doing their part, I guess, (laughs) to to push an agenda. And that agenda seems to be aligned with uh, absolute chaos. I mean, it's it's insane. And then, of course, we had the, the craziness in Seattle, you know, the summer of love and, and all those shootings where they essentially just let um, a bunch of people take over a portion of the downtown area and turn it into some utopian landscape or whatever, which, you know, resulted in, resulted in several murders um, and also vacating police stations, um, that kind of stuff, because that that makes sense so that there's no way that would cause chaos Removing uh, law and order from an area that there's no way that would cause chaos, right? Um, and then, of course, going back to uh, to Minnesota, um, I believe it's Mayor Fry, who um, at different points, this is last year during all the George Floyd on on um, because of the way the media and the politicians and the race hustlers and, and Black Lives Matter and all that pumped this up, um, for whatever reason to well obviously to make money and you know power and influence but while all that's going on to you know order s- the stand downs of your of your police officers to order them to vacate a uh, police pre- precinct which was you know set on fire and all that good stuff you know all that going on and at the same time you know somewhat holding back from you know bringing in the national guard because i mean Let's be real. I mean, if that would have happened, things would have been squashed immediately. But no, no, no. We don't want. We don't want that. You know. So they just pulled back and then pulled the police back. And you saw the same thing in um, what was it in Kenosha, over the shooting of um, uh, Blake. Was his last name? I can't remember his first name. But another individual, um, another uh, career black career criminal that recently committed crimes was in the process of committing other crimes and got shot in the process after police which we saw the video went above and beyond trying to reason with this guy and they left him with with no choice really and of course he was another one that was granted sainthood and was you know in angel wings and he he was just this great person and he was so close to curing cancer until those police came along and And, you know, gunned him down, hunted him down, you know, but more, more chaos, more rioting, you know, and then the mayor of Kenosha, another just somewhat spineless individual um, that just stepped back to an extent. And then you had people, um, this is the part that I thought was really interesting, um, business owners that put signs up saying that they support Black Lives Matter and they support this, they support that. Some of the signs even said, I am a black business owner. And people still ran through, ransacked, stole everything they could, and then set it on fire when they were done and just burned burned different buildings to the ground. You know, same thing in Minneapolis. Dozens of black business owners. Some of them even put put their signs up in, in support, which I think is a bit ridiculous and spineless, but whatever. But they felt they had to do what they had to do because some of them didn't have that, that riot insurance and all that kind of stuff and had to pay out of their own pocket to... Uh, part of the cleanup, the initial cleanup, which was well, still going on today. Um, but even after all that, just just chaos and destruction and then you have these these mayors and governors not really providing much support. You know, they'll come out and say something every once in a while or they just won't say anything at all. And then you have these mayors that they'll tap dance and we saw it at you know with press conference after press conference where they were afraid to speak the truth about all this madness and lawlessness in failing to acknowledge that a majority of the participants were of a particular skin color, particular racial group, you know, because, yeah, we can't we can't bring that up. So uh, it felt it felt very intentional, you know, 2020 and even going here into 2021, it just all you have to do is just, you know, grab on to a incident involving a police shooting. The victim has they have to be black male um and it seems like they prefer that the black male dies because if he's just like maimed or something like that there's not a whole lot of coverage but if the person dies then they play it up you know and then of course the mainstream media they go back like you know 10 15 years and try and find an old picture of them without um throwing up gang signs or holding a gun or something like that in, in their facebook profile pic and find something from high school or middle school where they look sweet and innocent and and small and, and as fragile as possible. And they put that up there and say, Hey, everybody look at this. Can you believe this police just gunned down another uh, beautiful black baby or or whatever. And people seem to eat that stuff up. And and these mayors, they, they play right into that and they do their part. The mainstream media, they do their part. The race hustlers, they come in so they can collect their cut. You have organizations like black lives matter standing by for your donations which, for whatever reason, a lot of people seem to kick in hundreds of millions of dollars throughout 2020. And uh, people are still donating now, even though um, their ideology um, is diametrically opposed to, well, most of us. <laughs> um, but whatever, that's that's here nor there. So looking at a lot of these these politicians and, and you know, overarching overarching theme here is just the 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 agents of chaos and looking at everything that we've seen and a constant pattern of months well now a year (laughs) nearly a year of absolute craziness even if you just cut out the um cut out the 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 quote-unquote pandemic and just look at racial justice social justice and it it's unbelievable I mean, the cost, the, the, the damage, you know, we're talking dozens of people died last year, you know, either going to, going from or being involved in um, a lot of these protests slash, well, most of them were riots and, and looting and, and all kinds of criminality. But, of course, if you go to CNN or MSNBC, you know, mostly people protest, that kind of stuff. But um, all that going on, you know. And and it continued for so long, and I believe the price tag, the estimated price tag, is about two billion dollars. I think that's the estimate as far as insurance claims go, two billion dollars. And a lot of the law-abiding citizens, a lot of the tax-paying, law-abiding citizens, are the ones that that work, they contribute to their communities, they contribute to society, are the ones that're gonna eat a lot of. Um, a lot of these consequences, a lot of these costs that come from, um, a lot of these mayors just, um, in some cases, even admitting that they stepped back and they gave people room to vent their frustrations. Um, some of them even stated, they, they used a phrase of, um, oh, let off steam. You know, they just need to let off some steam, you know, and it, and a lot of these things really speaks to the arrogance, the ignorance, and the true racism uh, that, that exists today. When you can be a grown man, and you can go out and kill someone or assault someone or rape someone or destroy property, you know, or attack someone or, or whatever. And someone can step in and try to excuse your actions by blaming it on something from the past, treating you as if you're some sort of a, toddler or man child or something like that. Oh, well, no, I, I'm sorry black man, it's not your fault. You know, racism is what pushed you to go out and rob that um, that footlocker. You know, racism and systemic oppression is what pushed you to uh, go and burn down that auto zone you know, for, for no reason because some black uh, career criminal slash drug addict got shot by the police while trying to attack the police. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, so those are just... <laughs> just some of the things that you know i've been thinking about and in uh the way i yeah, i've chosen the label um i'll say the, the democrats and and as much as I, I dislike labels i feel that they're they're definitely appropriate uh, in a situation like this where the evidence is so overwhelming that a particular group on one side of the aisle uh tends to utilize certain tactics and they've used the same tactics for years and years and years and Uh, unfortunately, um, once we roll into 2022, I would say once we get to the fourth quarter of 2022, start to transition in 2023, and we, uh, we start focusing on the next presidential election or presidential selection, depending on how you view this ridiculous process, you'll see a lot of the same themes, a lot of the same tactics come up because the pattern I'm seeing is whenever a Democrat doesn't have a real platform, doesn't have any real ideas, or contributions, or any any legitimate crusades, to put put their uh, campaign behind, they just make them up. They, they they just they just come up with something. They they just and race is the easy one, you know. If you don't have any real ideas, you don't understand economics, you don't understand any of that stuff. You can just say, hey, uh, you know, uh, black people are still dealing with the um, <laughs> the effects of slavery and. You know, I'm here to make sure that everyone has an equal chance to, you know, fulfill their dreams, fulfill the American dream. And, you know, that's what I'm running on. And and, and it seems to work. So many people buy it. I mean, you'll get a lot of uh, you'll get some black people who will just kind of shrug their shoulders and say, "Eh, well, you know, it can't be any worse. I mean, the same groups reelected Obama, who was just absolutely awful Um, in every way imaginable except for the fact that he was charismatic and smiled a lot and that seemed to win people over you know but you'll have that and you know the black people will either you know stay at home or they'll come out and vote Um, and then you you know if you push the whole systemic oppression and all that good stuff you activate that that wonderful white guilt and you know maybe make a few uh, white millennials feel bad and they'll come out and vote uh, a particular way and these tactics, they they seem to work. And as they say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, hey, so that that's just some of my thoughts on it. You know, please feel free to uh, share some of your thoughts with me. Uh, just let me know um, if there's a particular, if you want me to expand on this a little bit more um, in the next podcast. Um, or if you'd like to come on and talk about it some more, please feel free to let me know. I'm not a hard man to find. You can also digitally message me message you can message me uh, here on uh, the anchor app or you can just send me a uh, a review through uh, Apple podcasts or Google podcasts or through LinkedIn so I'm all over the place so with all that said you know try to enjoy your weekend the weather should be decent if you're along the east coast a little maybe but with that snow nation out